courage doesn't try to ignore anxiety. I love the definition of courage that says courage is doing the right thing even when you're afraid. A lot of times we're anxious about stuff that we can't control. And when we simply just look at the worst case scenario ultimately ends up as you're dead. Right. Well, that's going to happen anyway. (laughs) Welcome to the Growability Podcast. Your home for leadership, management, and marketing education, where we teach business and nonprofit leaders how to flourish in life and work. Are you anxious about your business? How do you overcome anxiety at work? Today's episode talks about a common challenge for every leader how to overcome anxiety. Here are your hosts, Joshua McLeod and Bernie Anderson. Do you get anxious about things, Joshua? Like, is anxiety a thing for you? Like, how does an entrepreneur or a leader overcome anxiety? Yeah, I'm looking here at the definition for anxiety uh, in the Oxford Dictionary, and anxiety says a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome. Anxiety is the result of feeling like you're not in control and that you, you aren't going to do well in a given scenario. Right. I think if you're doing something that's worth doing, there's definitely going to be some fear and trepidation in doing it because really beautiful things are never easy. Yeah. I'm a big fan of courage. Mm. And my definition for courage is doing the right thing when you're afraid. I love that. There's three primary areas where we, we get anxious about things. One is when we don't have a plan. If I don't have a plan, I start to feel anxious, like I know what needs to be done and I don't have the steps to get there. Yeah. Two is, well, we don't have any courage. I know what needs to be done, but I'm not sure that I'm big enough to actually knock that out you know, and get that done. Or three is, I don't have any skill. I don't yet know how to do that. <laughs> it needs to be done, but uh, this is new territory for me. So if we don't have any, if we don't have a plan or we don't have courage, or we don't have skill, it's going to be very difficult to overcome anxiety because in a sense, that anxiety has some reality behind it. I would say the first step in overcoming anxiety is to really pinpoint what is it that is causing the anxiety? Is the reality that I'm anxious because I don't have a plan or is the reality that I'm anxious because I just, I don't feel like I'm big enough, strong enough, fast enough, good enough to do this. You know, I don't have courage or is my reality that I just don't have the skill that I need to do this. Like my skill, my chops are not there. So maybe we can break those down yeah. uh, and talk about that. Let's do that. How do we help people to develop a plan? What are some practical steps that we can give to people for developing a plan. So when when you start with a plan, you've got to start with the big picture. I, I always like to ask questions whenever I'm thinking about an obstacle in a business or something that might be causing me anxiety. Is it a broken tool? Is it a broken team? Or is it a broken technique? Do we need to fix the tool? Do we need to fix the team? Or do we need to fix the technique? That's good. The next thing is I always want to bring some other people into the equation. And I want to have some brainstorms where I'm talking with people about my own anxiety. There's there's courage that happens in community. Simply by sharing with somebody else, 
this is something that I'm facing and I could use some advice. You know, I think about the Proverbs that says, in the abundance of counselors, wage your war. If something is scary enough to cause anxiety, yeah, you want to have some counsel behind that before you go and, and attack it. And then finally, I would want to do kind of like a project breakdown. Every project or everything that might be causing anxiety is kind of this big, hairy thing. Well, I want to take that big thing and I want to break it down into small size pieces, things that I can actually do, things that I can actually assign for myself or for someone else. Take that big, hairy thing, break it down into smaller things, and you'll find that it's simply the process of doing that. Even though nothing has changed in the overall scope of the project, simply breaking something down immediately removes anxiety. And I have seen this with clients. I've done this in my own life. This thing altogether is too big for me to do. But this thing broken down into 25 steps, I can do every one of those steps. I'm not going to be anxious about that anymore. I just got to get it on the calendar. Yeah, there's solutions to these things. The first one is have a plan. The second solution has to do with courage. Talk to us a little bit about what you mean by how courage is going to help us overcome anxiety. Yeah, the thing that I love about courage is courage doesn't try to ignore anxiety. I love the definition of courage that says courage is doing the right thing even when you're afraid. A lot of times we're anxious about stuff that we can't control. And when we simply just look at the worst case scenario ultimately ends up as you're dead. Right. Well, that's going to happen anyway. (laughs) So there's only two ways that I know of to remove anxiety from me personally. One is to hand the thing off to God because he's bigger than me and I can't handle it myself. Yeah. Two, just endure it and face it and take it head on. There is a tendency for things that we have anxiety about to procrastinate. Hmm. What we need to do when we have anxiety about something is to be proactive. It's, it's kind of like the, the lesson you learn on the school ground when you're a child is that that bully is going to pick on you all of the time until you punch him in the face. If you just let him pick on you, he'll just keep picking on you. He'll start picking on everybody else. Now, if you punch that bully in the face, that's kind of dangerous, but that bully's never going to punch you again because they're like, oh man, that one actually bites back. I like to take the things that are hardest on my plate and do them first. Yeah. Doing the right thing when you're afraid creates courage. Being able to just be proactive instead of procrastinate is one of the, I think, one of the most important ways that we can remove anxiety. I agree. Yeah, I agree. uh, As an entrepreneur. So let me ask this question then, Joshua. Is there a tool or a tip that that might help with with getting those punches in? Not that we advocate playground violence. Punching. No, nope, don't punch yeah, anybody don't in the punch. face. But yeah, how, what's a what's a what's a tool or a tip for that? Bernie, one of the things that I like, and I've I've recommended to every client that I work with, is to make a list at the beginning of every day of three things that you would like to accomplish this day. Hey, I'm going to do these wins before I do all of the other stuff that's on my plate. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, is when you start your day with these three wins and you tackle the hardest one first, as soon as you get done with that one that you've accomplished, 
you feel great the rest of your day because you punch the bully in the face and he's not nagging you anymore. Simply making a list of, hey, here's three things that are important things that I got done today, that removes a lot of anxiety because in the back of our head, we're not saying, I procrastinated today. In the back of our head, we're saying, I won today. I knocked out my three things. I got these done. Yeah, uh, it's a really helpful tool. So number three is I have no skill. And so anxiety begins to crop up because I don't feel like I can do the thing I'm supposed to do. How do you overcome no skill? Bernie, the answer is education. And the fastest tool for education is failure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anything that you learn about becomes less scary. If, if I'm terrified of snakes and spiders, but then I read a whole book about snakes and spiders and I go on like a, a nature tour to look at snakes and spiders, I'm suddenly less scared of snakes and spiders. The things that we learn about, we become less afraid of. So does that mean as a business owner, I need to go to Harvard Business School get an MBA somewhere at like Vanderbilt or someplace? Like, what do I do to get an education about these things? The best thing you can do is find a mentor Mm. who really, really understands business and who is successful in your field. Finding people who really exhibit and live kind of lives the way that you want to live is one of the most important things to do as a learner is I want to find somebody that will speak into my life and encourage me and coach me. The challenge is, is that the best mentors are so scheduled. You can tell a mentor by how hard they are to get a hold of and get on their book. If you, if you call and they're like always available well, okay, that kind of says something, you know, that, but if you have to schedule a couple weeks out to, to meet with them, that's not a bad sign. That means that they've got, you know, there's a difference between scheduled and busy. We should maybe do a podcast about that sometime. Yeah. But so you have to be very intentional and then you have to do everything that they say to do. When a mentor gives you instructions, do them. Don't like, you know, don't just be like, Oh, okay, yeah, that was great advice. And then don't take your advice because they won't give you any more advice. So one thing is finding an expert, like a mentor in your field. The second thing is start reading really good books, particularly those books that are recommended by your mentor. Mm -hmm. You ask them, hey, what books shaped who you are, how you live, what you do? Now, for the particular business education piece, obviously our collaborative would be the, the most cost-effective way to get like an MBA, like a, an MBA type of equivalency where you're able to learn everything that you need to grow a, an organization to run your business uh, at you know like 300 bucks a month instead of $80,000 for a Harvard right. MBA or, or, or something like that. So if, if you're anxious at work, Get a mentor, read a bunch of books, and then join a growability collaborative. And in about a year, some of that anxiety that came about because 
you didn't know what you didn't know, and you lacked the skills necessary to do your job will evaporate as you learn what you need to know and you gain the skills that you need to do your job. That's so good. I'm very excited about the Growability Collaboratives. Tell us a little bit about what will happen and how someone could get involved with one. Bernie, this is something I'm so excited about. And I really feel like our collaborative experience and curriculum is excellent. It is just so powerful for helping entrepreneurs learn. So what, what we're really doing at Growability is we've, we've taken several years and we have been engaged in great business education, asking the right questions that you need to ask to know what you need to know so that you can run your business. But we're transitioning out of merely an educational modality and into more competency-based education, doing several accreditations, uh, continuing professional education, international education, and making growability something that you get a certificate for. In leadership, you learn about business seasons and purpose, vision, mission, value statements, and your career sweet spot. Uh, in management, you learn, learn about organizational charts, KPIs and KPDs, budgets, your, your growability score, assessment, SWOT analysis, your personality style, your strengths. In marketing, you learn about product value assessment, competitor analysis, customer personas, sales funnels. It's a maturity of more than a decade worth of effort in serving the entrepreneur. If you go and get your MBA, it might be education. I love all education. It's helpful. But everything in growability is designed to actually be something that you, A, fundamentally need, B, can actually do, you know, and three is as easy as possible in that equation. You get all of that for 1800 bucks. Like, yeah, it's pretty like, awesome. <laughs> hey, I'm, I feel less anxious already, Joshua. I think this is great. So, uh, hey, we are out of time today, but I want to remind all of you that you are doing better than you think and that you have more potential than you know. And thank you for growing with us today at Growability. And we'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Growability Podcast. The mission of Growability is to equip leaders to flourish in their life and work by developing vision, rhythm, and community. To discover more ways to flourish in your life and work, visit growability.com and speak with a certified Growability coach. Bernie and Joshua are also available for speaking engagements, workshops, and conferences. Subscribing to this podcast helps Growability equip leaders throughout the world, and we appreciate you tuning in. Thanks for growing with Growability.